Welcome back again to the Kitchen Stories podcast. Um, and today, I suppose, is just a short and sweet podcast um, about why we should eat seasonally. And I wanted to just, um, you know, share this the, these thoughts with you ahead of some of the, the other episodes that I have planned over the next few months um, around kind of summer living and enjoying the summer season through food and through culture. Um, and then, of course, you know, before we head into the, the autumn season and the bits and pieces I have planned for that. Um, and I suppose, as I mentioned in my introduction, um, you know, a lot of my themes are about trying to live seasonally and, and why we should live seasonally. So I had to ask myself, why do I believe as a philosophy that we should try and be more aligned to the seasons and try and look at our food as a, as a seasonal thing? Um, so I came up with, I think, six, six kind of ideas, six uh, reasons um, why we should why we should do this. And I wanted to share those with you today. Um, so I suppose the first reason um, why we should try and eat seasonally, it is better for our budget. So if you are going shopping to even your big supermarkets um, or the small ones or farmers markets or whatever's going on in your area, you know, whatever is in season, whatever be, is being grown in your country or even coming in from other countries, but it's in season for those few months, it is a good, there's good prices there. It is, it is actually, you're getting really good food for good value. Um, and you know, you can buy all this stuff alongside your normal weekly shop. So whatever your budget is for your normal weekly shop, but then pick out some things that are in season and you are going to, you know, you're going to get a bang for your buck there on those things. Um, number two, uh, you are supporting your local community. So if you are trying to eat seasonally, um, your local smaller shops around you are often, you know, they've got they've got in season stuff um, available in the shop. OK, so you're supporting them. You get to know them. Um, you get to know these people if you're going in there every week or every few weeks. Um, these people become almost like friends and they will give you a lot of information about what is in season and how things are being grown and where they're coming from. Um, they'll also tell you where else to go. So if you're going to someone for a good veg and he's doing a lot of, you know, in season veg and fruit, then he might tell you where to get the good cheese. And then the cheese person tells you where to get the good fish. And, you know, that's the domino effect because they're a small community. They all know each other. Um, and they will give you the really um, the gems of information that, that you're looking for. Um, number three, it actually makes you get creative. So if you are trying to incorporate um, kind of shopping for seasonal food in your week, um, you are limiting the amount of things that you have available to you. So your ingredients are limited. And it forces you to get out your cookbooks or get online or go onto Instagram or whatever it is um, and come up with recipes and menus that are just focused on these very few ingredients. Um, you could challenge yourself and say, hey, at the weekend, I am going to produce a, a seasonally cooked menu meal for my friends. Get your friends over, get them to bring some good wine, good cheese, and then you, you know, serve them a menu that is literally based on what's in season that month um and people will be very impressed people enjoy that kind of thing i know i certainly would love to get an invite like that um number four you know one that is just around us all the time we keep hearing about it but we keep ignoring it is 
eating seasonally is more sustainable for our planet. So we are now in a modern day living where we have access to a huge amount of food and all sorts of exotic ingredients and that is fantastic but we also mass produce food and we grow food, fruit and veg that is actually not naturally meant to be grown in that month. So if you look at the, the old way that people used to eat um, you know, apples were only available a certain time of year, strawberries were only available a certain time of year, whatever. Now we just grow things all year round, 12 months, all the time, with absolutely no consideration for the natural growing season or the fact that we are, you know, putting huge kind of pressure on the planet to try and produce huge amounts of these fruit and veg all the time. Um, so that that is something that I think you know, we can't change overnight. And don't get me wrong, I still buy food that, you know, is not actually in season in that time because I want it. We all do it. Uh, you know, I support that. I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that you need to stop that, but do try and take consideration for, for some of the things you buy um, about what is the natural cycle here and what it is that you're buying in that particular month. Number five, it actually tastes better. So if something is being grown locally um, and it's available in June and it's in season in that month, it tastes good because that is when it's naturally meant to be grown and eaten. So like there is nothing like the taste of strawberries in June or the taste of summer tomatoes in July or in the winter when that green kale comes from the ground during the December, January months, like the color and that taste of that kale is, is so different to how it tastes when you get kale in July from wherever it's been brought in from. And it takes time to kind of get into that whole kind of that taste and, and how things look and what it's meant to look like in its, its natural growing time. But when you do, it is something very, very special. And I suppose the number six and the final thing for me is it is something to look forward to. And this is something that I personally enjoy. So there is nothing like eating something that you haven't had for the last few months, whether it's a fruit or a vegetable or, or a particular drink or maybe it's a particular fish or whatever it is. Like before in the past, our grandparents, our parents, um, they waited for food. So they had certain treats during the summer. They had the strawberries um, and they had some of the summer salads, some of the summer veg that was out there, the lettuces, the spring onions, all that kind of stuff. And then September came and they went blackberry picking and they made blackberry and apple crumble because then the apples were in season and they enjoyed that in the September, October month. And then winter came and they looked forward to all of those kind of hearty winter veg, the potatoes and the leeks and the carrots and the turnips and the pumpkins. And then spring came again. And look, my point is, is that we, we put celebration and we put excitement on, you know, not being able to have certain things for a period of time. And then suddenly it was available again. Um, that is something that I think is very special. And, and something that I look forward to in my in my my way of cooking and eating is to, to actually wait for something to to come back into the shops or come back into the garden. 
Um, and I suppose, look, again, I'm not a person that, that, that lives by this every day. Um, you know, there's a lot of things I buy all the time and, and I have given no consideration as to where it's come from or how it's growing because I just want the food and I want to make a particular dish. So I'm like, whatever, I'm going to buy this. Um, but I am trying to, to kind of make myself have a little bit of consideration each, each season for what is in season, enjoy that, that produce or enjoy that particular thing and then wait for something for the for the next season that's coming. So where is this information about seasonal living and seasonal eating? Um, well, my friends, we live in a time now where we have huge access to information. So go online. There are loads of people doing blogs, um, websites, you know, even restaurants, particular food brands, they all have websites with huge amount of information. Um, we also have a lot of people on Instagram, you know, like celebrity chefs or just people that are working with food and they, they share loads on their Instagram about, you know, what's in season and what's growing and what they're kind of having uh, currently in their, their cafes or their shops. Um, also, we have lots of cookbooks that have actually themed their their book basically around seasonal eating and they share loads of really good recipes and and kind of how they shop each week um if you look at some of the old old kind of food writers like delia smith and Dorina allen uh rory o'connell they share lots of information in their books about you know how to eat seasonally and and how they kind of incorporate that into their everyday um also lots of websites even the irish websites like board bia foodwaste.ie um, and grow.ie so Boardbia have this really cool calendar on their their website and it outlines the the 12 months and it's a visual calendar and it marks off what fruit and veg are are available each month and it shows you when it's coming into season and when it's kind of going out of season um foodwaste.ie does a, a little 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 blurb about each fruit and veg and tells you like what's the growing season what's when it's available to eat and when you should eat it so you can be like okay june to august this is what fruit and veg is available in ireland um and then grow.ie is 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 kind of a, a fantastic website and that actually gives you information about if you are interested in maybe planting things like herbs or a few veg or fruit in your garden um it'll tell you how how to plant it basically how to put the seeds down and then it'll tell you when it's available and when it'll be ready to eat. So that again is another kind of bit of information about that. Um, some of the the newer cookbooks that I like is um Half Baked Harvest. She does great bits and pieces on kind of just real nice, like cozy country homestead life cooking, and she incorporates a lot of seasonal food into her into her recipes. Um and also I'm a huge fan of Ottolengi. Um, I got to work with Ottolengi in London for a month and uh, his cookbooks are fantastic. His cookbook, Simple, um, is a great cookbook in terms of kind of seasonal food and his food is, you know, Mediterranean, Middle Eastern food. If you love that kind of food, I love that kind of food. 
but there there's a seasonal twist on that as well and he has a lot of recipes you know that you can kind of look at your seasonal calendar and say okay this would be good for during the winter or this would be good for the spring uh, so yeah lo loads of information out there and if anyone does have of maybe blogs they follow or you know instagram pages or anything like that um i would love to 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 read about them so please feel free to to share those with me